I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I don't know if you know this or not, but I worry incessantly. Um, I worry about a lot of things, but the thing I most worry about before I go to bed is if I go to bed without a plan, and what I mean by that, a plan to wake up, write, and analyze, and if I haven't studied the night before because I'm too tired, I worry incessantly about whether or not I'm going to be able to present a program that people are going to find interesting and entertaining and, and thought-provoking. Um, my job has always been to create a unique show that gives you a, 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 some sort of, a, a, I guess, indication or lift the veil, if you will, on a lot of topics I think most talk show hosts, you know, they don't want to cover or they don't want to get near. And so I look through news story after news story after news story from paranormal, parapolitical conspiracy, you know, some really good, juicy tidbits. I mean, most of them aren't. And that's the thing is none of the none of what I talk about is conspiracy theory, although I am called a conspiracy theorist. And the reason why is because I do entertain conspiracy theory, old conspiracy theory, historical conspiracy theory many times on this program. And as I say, as I look through the news stories, I piece together what I call all of the fringe analytics of the news. And I always stumble on a few things that I immediately realize are perfect. You know, I thought, oh, this is going to be great, you know. And it's something that it's there in the margins that I can bring into the light. And for those of you that are, that, you know, listen to this program, I, I constantly see patterns and parallels that may or may not be connected. And if you're not paying close attention, they they can be seen as non sequiturs. However, there are many stories that the mainstream narrative ignores because because of political resistance. It can be said that politics, of course, gets in the way of everything. And and people, you know, I had a, a kind of a, a concern because somebody had asked, well, if I sign up for Aftermath.media, am I going to get, you know, politics and COVID-19 all the time? No, you're not. You're going to get some of it because that's what I talk about sometimes. Because I want to give you ideas of what's going on in the modern world as, as, as how it applies to history conspiracy history and and so you have to look at those parallels you connect those dots but the politics of the day is creating a form of self-induced ignorance leaving people ignorant as to what is behind the beyond and how the science fiction world of the 20th century is unraveling now in the 21st century creating an apocalyptic crescendo that will leave people shocked and fearful of the future i mean the picture of what we call the future was once a blur but now it's becoming more transparent in my opinion. We talked about empires. We talked about the Roman Empire rising up again, or at least the imperial cult rising again. Empires, new empires, are being planned and they're being built as we speak with this reset. The political fighting that we're seeing is created by the rich people with agendas. It's there to give you the illusion that the whole world is against each other. And that is why we're beginning to see that there are too many things now that are becoming part of the political dialogue that really shouldn't be there and, and things that are made up that don't exist. They, they're creating agendas and people are going, oh, yeah, that, that's a problem. Oh, oh yeah, that's a problem. The political dialogue is supplanting the spiritual dialogue, and that's what bothers me. It eliminates the human aspect for what is called the body politic. 
the human component of, of, of the system becomes an entity for the state and every part that nourishes the other has to work as a collective and thus we surrender to the corporate self and we lose our humanity little by little and, and we then become a body of the empire. I've talked about the internet of bodies where, of course, you know, plugging into the system, the transhuman system, every component that you have becomes an automaton in the process of, well, the process free of spirituality and the newly found love for the party. The party is kind of an Orwellian term. So the centralized intelligence hub, or the beast, as I call it, or, the, or what most Christians would call it, will use whatever means necessary to create a system where thoughts can be accounted for, body functions can be accounted for, what you do with your health is accounted for, and it, sits, it basically insists that all thoughts, thought crime, all thoughts that are contrary to the progression of the new order have to be eliminated, silenced, censored, shut down, changed to fit the new groupthink. This centralized intelligence hub is, is, is becoming a voluntary exercise. And it's really creepy the way this is happening with people, with people just basically allowing it to go down and, and finding ways to rationalize. Well, they did it voluntarily, so therefore it's not part of the cancel culture. It is. Every facet of our lives is now being influenced by this, this anonymous cancel culture. They'd be able to move into communication centers. They're able to move into media outlets, newspapers, banks, entertainment companies, food and drug distributors always regulating their expansion, and once again, eventually terminating any exchange with anyone who, did, who basically decides that they're fed up. It's over. I, I don't want a new world order. Well, guess what? You don't get to participate, and we will shut you down. And there's no forgiveness. And this is going to continue until every major institution, every piece of literature, every news outlet, every food source, every religion, every aspect of our lives is controlled by a few people in positions of power, all seeking the same result, and that is the reduction of all people to that of a data mark. You will be a form of data. You will be a, just a period. You period, or you continue. They decide because they need the full-service empire. All things have to be controlled from your spiritual nature to your mental attitudes your physical health, and your genetic attributes. All things in the future will have to be under the watchful eye of what can be called centralized genotype, phenotype, and it's all being attributed to what kind of intelligence you have, what you have to offer to the system, and whether or not you are a burden to that system. Many times on this show... I've talked about the science as opposed to science. And I hear all the time that it is our patriotic duty as citizens of the United States to follow the science when it comes to our health and well-being and when some political pundit rages about the fate of the planet when it comes to climate change. The science. Those words, the science, they're becoming Orwellian. It's an Orwellian term, the science. It can easily be seen as a cover word for the party, which in our case is becoming a technocratic cult that is behind what is called bioethics. And I, I've been reading statistics that this, uh, you know, this newfound faith uh, in, in technocracy and the science. Apparently, more young people have faith in the science than they do God. 
many of them have more faith in the science and they do a spiritual, they take it on a spiritual path of self-discovery and ascension. It is the blind belief in the science. Younger generations in the United States, Canada, and Europe are becoming more secular. And recent polls have indicated that there seems to be a majority of college-aged young adults that have rejected their religious faith in favor of using science to explain many of life's mysteries. The technocracy now is boasting that the United States has achieved maybe even surpassed the goals of becoming a secular nation. While the Christian right is very vocal about a belief in God here in the United States, the secular tsunami is taking over as we edge closer to the idea of artificial intelligence, singularity, blockchain, whatever, the Internet of Things, and the scientific establishment's promoting of climate change and promoting of a transhuman reset. Not just an economic reset, but a transhuman reset as it applies to a new economy. And sociologists have suggested that the reason this is becoming a trend is because of the fanatical ideological extremes that are now invading the social network of our country. There appears to be a a schism that is forming where people with fresh ideological perspectives don't follow the lines of the two major political parties. I seem to be one of those guys, but, you know, everybody seems to want to put me in a certain political viewpoint. There are those, though, that, that are becoming secular you know, rejecting faith for politics, rejecting faith for the science. They're rebelling against the left and right paradigm, though. There are some that are doing that, but very little are. They're rebelling not only against the parties, some, others are rebelling against organized religion, and they believe that all the established groups alienate the order of things and do nothing to establish peace and harmony with the environment. So religion is gone. God-fearing people are terrorists. That's the, that's the, that's the idea. Is that if, you, if you're a God-fearing Christian, if you have conservative viewpoints, you need to be re-educated. If you have a gun or if you uh, possess a firearm, you will have a number of leaders, uh, political leaders, going to your clergy and asking them to get on board with gun removal, get on board with telling the flock that they have to get their vaccine, telling the flock that they have to do what the government states. And I talked about this before with Romans 13. You read Romans 13 in the Bible and it says, yes, you have to do this because if the government says do it, you do it. Render under Caesar, I said during the Ides of March show. Render under Caesar what is Caesar's. Render unto God what is God's. It all comes together, doesn't it? The truth is, is that spiritual health is important in finding respect for human life. But when there is no spiritual health, where is the respect for human life? You, be, you start feeling that you don't belong. You start feeling like you are an outcast. You start feeling as though that whatever you do, you're going to be scrutinized, studied, put under a microscope, and treated like dog meat. Well, there's a reason for that. Seriously, there is. There's a reason for making everyone an outcast and the other. It's very sinister, and I'll tell you about it coming up. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts, 
Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.